grow up in LA and every kid around you is also trying to become a fencer. Yeah, I feel like it was my dad. I don't know if I necessarily would have otherwise, but I was always like surrounded by swords and like there, there's a picture of me in the tutu like stabbing him with masks. <laughs> <laughs> the OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Welcome. Um, okay, let's see if I go here. Is that? What room are we in? We're in my, my mother's uh, office. You still live at home with mom. That's right. I do. I do. Yeah. Both my parents. <laughs> so when you're, that's your mom's office. What does your mom do? Uh, she's a producer for animation. Oh, how dope is that? Yeah. That's how you live yeah. and grow up in LA. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's any like nice animation things. Like we have little Alice in Wonderland things over here. What does she have to do with she, that? Nothing, but I feel like the animators have the, the trinkets. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) What else is in there? When when you think about this room, what do you think of? Um, I mean, it's very my mom. It just has like little things that she's collected uh, throughout her life that like little little rabbits and notes (laughs) that I mom thing to have. Yeah, everyone has. Every mom has a little rabbit. (laughs) Gotta have a little rabbit. That's part of the deal. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Otherwise, I don't even think they'll let you be a mom. Right. Don't. Yo, your life has changed quite a bit in the last few months, right? Yes, very much so since January. Yeah, because I watch interviews with you from like a couple of months ago and you're like, oh, I haven't gotten to do Numb Little Bug in front of anyone. I don't know what it's going to be like. And now I can ask you, what has it been like? <laughs> uh, it's crazy. I, I performed it for 8,000 people in Cincinnati like two weeks ago and the whole crowd was just singing back to me. And uh, it's unreal. I don't even know how to describe it. it. Like, I feel like I'm not experiencing it myself. I feel like I'm watching from the outside. Cause I, I mean, that's crazy. 8,000 people know your song. <laughs> and a couple months ago you were going, God, what is it going to be like? And how did the experience compare to what it was, what you thought it was going to be compared to what it was actually like? I mean, it lived up. <laughs> yeah. um, I, when I was younger, like my biggest goal was just to have one person like cover my song one time. Like that was the extent of it. I never imagined I'd be in this situation at all. So it's just like far exceeded anything I could have expected. Wow. What do you consider success though? I feel like my definition of that is ever changing. I mean, it's like, you know, Bug is on Billboard Hot 100 and it went gold and like all these crazy things. But funny enough that like, while I'm so grateful for all that, it's kind of how you balance your happiness and your life with everything. That's, that's more like success than the actual like accolades you know 100 percent. yeah I'm, I'm still figuring it out a little bit everyone has a different answer everybody wants something else um it's crazy the success of the song though and i and i saw it somewhere where you said it's almost maybe not a good thing that so many people can relate to this song because uh it's about the sort of numbness that antidepressants can give you that and if anyone has ever tried antidepressants there's no way you don't know that feeling, that just flatline feeling. Isn't it crazy how many people can relate to that? Yeah. And I think for some people, though, like it does work. And so I hope that my message isn't like, you know, no antidepressants. I mean, that was just my experience. You're not but an also anti- like antidepressanter. I mean, just for me, but I don't, you know, for some people it works wonders, but also like you can get a little bit tired of life, whether you're on antidepressants or not. Yeah. I feel like that's just a normal thing that we don't, talk about you know have you had any uh like 
particularly interesting meet and greets where people told you they can really relate to it? Yeah, I mean, I had some uh, during the Anson Saber tour where, where people like came up to me crying and they were like, I didn't commit suicide because I heard your song and I realized I wasn't alone. And I mean, I never imagined that like a song that I wrote when I was feeling really low would have that impact on someone. So I feel like that's been the most gratifying result out of all of this. Oh yeah, it has to be. And <laughs> do you know what the follow-up single is going to be? Because now it's like, God, there's got to be some level of pressure to like, put out something that resonates the same way right I mean we put out a single called Too Precious um a couple weeks ago that's about like kind of an introvert anthem for people who don't really like partying I have a lot of other mental health stuff coming up but I didn't want to pigeonhole it as like this is all I ever talk about but there is more <laughs> on that in that vein for sure I read somewhere you really wanted your song to be in a movie and it's not happening for you Yes, um, I have a song called One, Two, Three, Four, Five that's about dealing with panic attacks. And uh, it actually is in the trailer for a Billy Porter film that just came out. Like the trailer dropped today. That's amazing. Congratulations. I feel like the way they edit it in the trailer, you'd never know it's like written about panic attacks, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so why all the mental health discussion in your music? Um, I mean, is that what you spend your time thinking about uh, most of the time or... Uh, or are you attempting to write songs that are relatable to people? Or do you not really think about writing a song that's relatable to people? You just write from your heart with whatever you're feeling at the moment. Yeah, I mean, writing has always been my way of catharsis and therapy. And like the way that I get through rough mental patches is just writing about it. So, you know, when I wrote Bug, I had no intention of necessarily connecting with people. I was just like pouring it out for myself. Um, and then obviously it had the result that it did. But there, there's no intention of like, we have to write about mental health it's just what's going on yeah so you grew up in LA right mm -hmm. what did you grow up doing because I read that you were like into fencing uh-huh as you can hear I read a lot um <laughs> my job is constantly learning about artists and 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 I just file these little factoids away um so you were like seriously into fencing mm -hmm. yeah I started when I was eight um my dad had basically like grown up doing it and then taught me in the driveway of our house. And um, it's also, it's cool. Cause like my dad and I fence the same weapon. So we fence each other and it's been a big part of my relationship with him. But I also did NCAA as well. <laughs> what made you want to do that? Your dad? Yeah. I mean, it's not like you grow up just, in LA and every kid around you is also trying to become a fencer. Right. Yeah, I feel like it was my dad. I don't know if I necessarily would have otherwise, but I was always like surrounded by swords and like there, there's a picture of me in the tutu, like stabbing him with masks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just kind of been like part of my upbringing. I love it. And did I also see that you're in the like needlepoint? Yeah, um, I learned how to embroider over the pandemic. That was probably the, the thing I spent the most time doing. And we all spent time inside figuring something new out because um, yeah. just we're... Mm -hmm we're effing bored so that's what yes. you picked up huh yeah my friend just showed me over facetime and i was like that's crazy i want to do that and now i'm like fully going into grandma mode so what have you embroidered do you have anything that we can see wait yes can i like go get it of course you can okay okay i'll be right back yeah okay so they're all like amazon designs that i just did but we have this one. Oh my god i love that thank you we have this little friend Oh, that one's nice. Where do you envision these going? I don't, I mean, they're all just in a bag, which is kind of sad. I think this <laughs> one's my favorite. 
I like that one. Yeah, if you want one, you just let me know. Um, this was the first one that I did when I was like learning all the techniques. It's very nice. It does look very um, grandma-esque, though. And I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm if full all grandma. moms are required to have a bunny rabbit, then all grandmas are required to know how to do this. I love it, though. Yeah, I'm ahead of the curve, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, this is the one we're, we're currently working on. So that's what it looks like before you do it. Like, the design's there, and you just kind of, like, match it with the needle. Is it harder to do than it, or easier to do than it looks? Because it looks really hard to me. Um, it's easy once you get the techniques down, but if you do it nonstop, like I was, you like poke your fingers with needles and then you stop feeling the tips, of your fingers, <laughs> which is not the best. I love it. What are you going to do for your dad? Who obviously means so much to you for father's day. Oh my gosh. I'll make him a pie. He likes pie. Uh, are you actually 80 years old and we just don't know it yet? <laughs> I didn't even realize that when I said that I am. No, my friends you know, call me points grandma. and pie. That's the kind of thing the hottest artists on the planet are into. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh what my. What kind of pie are you going to make him? <laughs> uh, blueberry. Is there blueberry? one pie that's like a little less, a little less grandma, like a little more millennial pie? <laughs> <laughs> like what fruit is millennial? I should not. I shouldn't have said anything. I don't want you to overthink the kind of pies you make. I think it's, I think it's great. <laughs> Do you not have a boyfriend okay. to share these things with? I did. I did. Until how Last long ago? Week. Last week. Oh my God. Yeah. Now why? But it's okay. I, I'm, I'm sure he's not happy with the fact you broke up with him, but hopefully uh, you guys are in a healthier place. <laughs> yeah, we're good friends. Um, it's been so much running since this song has come out that I, like, I haven't actually truly processed things that are, that are going on because I don't have the ability to. And like, I'm barely mentally there enough for myself. You need this, so everything around you is happening so damn fast right now that it's hard to kind of keep track and to compartmentalize emotions because it's all just piling on. The minute you're able to like figure something out, something else is piling on top of it. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I literally forgot to tell my parents that Numb Little Bug went gold because things kept happening and I just forgot. Like, isn't that crazy? I would at one point imagine that's like my whole world. But it's just like really nonstop and I'm grateful for it, but it's intense. Very intense. Yeah. So where's your attention been then? I've been writing a lot recently. I have Wango Tango coming up this weekend. Nice. Which will be the biggest show I've ever played. I, I have a lot of radio things coming up. Um, we're doing a little like mini headline tour in Europe next month. Oh my God. That's so. amazing. Where are you going? Uh, Berlin, London, and Amsterdam. I'm very excited. How insane will it be to see people singing your song back to you that don't even speak English? That's the next level. Oh my gosh. I haven't even thought about that yet. That's crazy. <laughs> see, there's no shortage of things to like look forward to as your career progresses. <laughs> yeah, truly. And then we have an EP coming out in July. I love it. How many songs? Seven. Yeah. How many, I gotta how many get did on... you have written that you had to choose from? That's a good question. I feel like I have hundreds of songs, some like recorded professionally, some just like voice memo, you know, full songs. But uh, with these, I just kind of knew. It wasn't like necessarily picking between a lot. Just like once they were written, I was like, yep, that has to go out. It's got to be hard, like picking out your favorite children though, right? I mean. Yeah. It's also interesting because like 
right after you write it, you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then a week later, you're like, I don't know if I like this anymore. <laughs> like that's the constant battle. But um, I'm, I am happy about these selections and excited for them to come out. And what's the date then? July what? I don't think I'm allowed to say. Oh, okay. Yet. Don't you so, love that they put you in interviews to talk about your music that you're not allowed to talk about? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Summer. <laughs> summertime There's a lot going on i love it wango tango congratulations on that that's huge you have Thank uh you. you're, you're creating a name for yourself has, has anyone particularly uh interesting reached out to you that maybe is another songwriter that you look up to because your songwriting is, is exceptional thank you so much oh my gosh um two years ago i reached out to regina specter through instagram and she's like my biggest inspiration why oh, i started yeah, that's writing like your goddess that's my yeah and then she responded last week and I was at my friend Peter McPullen's show and I had to leave to like take a walk around the block and cry it out and process that she had actually responded to me. And then I went back. How did she respond to you? But, did uh, she DM you? Yeah, she DM'd me. It wasn't about bug per se, but she was just like, oh, I'm two years late, but like, thank you so much. This means everything. Sending you a hug. <laughs> Literally going to frame it. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for taking the time to join us. It's been fun. Uh, being shown around your house and seeing some of your mom's trinkets and yeah. <laughs> talking about all the grandma things. Congratulations. You'll have to come to, my, come to my tea time. <laughs> Little sandwiches. <laughs> Five random ass questions with M. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, what's the first app you go to in the morning? Um, Instagram. It's muscle memory and I wish I didn't. What did you wish? <laughs> did you wish you go to TikTok first? Well, I wish I didn't go to an app in the morning. I wish I like woke up and had breakfast, which I don't do. And then I go on Instagram and then I start working and then I'm starving because I forgot to have breakfast. What is your favorite drunk food? I don't get drunk. Ever. You don't drink at all. I don't drink. And that's, no. that's what Too Precious is about. I'm, so, I'm such a freaking grandma. We ask basically the same five questions to, uh, to artists at the end and then... Later, we'll go back and we'll make a compilation of this is how everybody answered this and this is how everybody answered this. You're the first one to say, I don't drink. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll be a first in something, sure. <laughs> no, that's so much healthier. That's so much healthier. <laughs> is, it, is that a, um, just like a personal decision you made or you just don't, just don't like alcohol? Yeah, I don't like it. I've gotten, I've gotten drunk a couple times and the anxiety that follows is just not worth it. Who's your best friend in the world? My friend Yasmin, we've been friends since 10th grade in chemistry and we sat near each other and um, she's just been kind of my rock since then. What's the last song you turned up really loud? Week by AJR because I heard it for the first time when I opened for them at their show and I couldn't get it out of my head and now I just like blast it and dance around to it. I love it so much. I love them so much. They might be one of my favorite bands to have on the show just because they're so down to earth and cool. I just love talking yeah. to them. Last question is an interesting one. And this one also gets some strange responses. <laughs> if you could spend one night with any fictional character, who would it be and why? Okay, I just saw Top Gun. Did you, have you seen Top Gun? Yeah. And I, th I thought Rooster. Yes. What a good fellow. I feel like we'd, we'd speak and it would be fun. I think that's a great answer. That's Thank a great you. answer. Well... Thank you for your time, Emma. It's very nice to meet you. Nice meeting you too. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.